0: Hey, good morning, it's 7.52 on Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and this is Buddy's owner, and we're doing a Arizona schnoodle walk, and uh, it was 86 degrees yesterday, wonderful 86 yesterday. Nice and warm. It's chilly now. It's down to 61 degrees. And you know what? I'm going to skip the humidity, and uh, I'm skipping the humidity, and the dew point, because it just doesn't matter right now. It just doesn't matter. So the rest of the world, I mean, I, we're kind of, I kind of compare Arizona in a weird way to Australia. Uh, right now in Australia, the um, it's spring heading into summer for them so it's warming up and and it's really nice for them and for us here in arizona it's also really nice we're outside we're not smoking hot and uh it's just yeah it's our spirits are lifted because we just feel good right because we've been kind of cooped up we've been hibernating and psychologically, we're out and about. We love it. We watch the news and we see snowstorms hitting Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, into the northeast. And the weather just starts to suck. And I may have a listener in Colorado and they they have kind of a similar pattern. It might even be better than Arizona's Colorado because they're starting to get cold and they get snow, but they got this wonderful skiing experience you can do. So skiing is a wonderful thing. And I don't know if I'm physically fit enough for it. You've got to be really flexible, I think it helps. And I'm I'm not real flexible, pretty stiff. It's a good thing to work on flexibility, maybe do some of that yoga stuff they talk about. Yogurt? Oh, yoga, yoga, not yogurt. Yeah, that's right. And uh, so my brain is active again, as usual. <laughs> so what was I, I? The weirdest thing I was thinking about NT Wright, and uh, NT Wright's a theologian from England, and uh, I don't know. He's, I guess he's an American. Would probably call him a pastor. He's got some title. And he probably presides over some church and pontificates on Sunday mornings, but he also definitely pontificates in books. So he's got a book on Paul and it's like 1600 pages, which I get a kick out of. And I really only got through maybe the first 400 and it's just really long. But I thought, okay, what? You know, usually the books on Amazon go down in price, so I can get the hard copies or paperbacks for fifty bucks. So I'm like, "Ah, I'm just gonna get them because I want to see what this looks like. It weighs five pounds. This book. And that's just me. I'm kind of quirky that way. And I'm usually really cheap, and I'm like, you know, I I kind of for fifty bucks, let me get them. It just motivates me to finish my writing. Just looking at that thing because my my opinion isn't like it's like is that a transformational book 1600 <laughs> and the the amateur writer that i am is like you know i kind of grasp onto things like well every book should be transformational right who wants to read a book just for knowledge and, and things like that academic stuff and there, there is transformational stuff in his book. He just makes it hard to read. He just makes it hard to find it. You know, it's like you gotta. You know, I don't know. It's just he's he is an academic, you know? and that's 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 wonderful. Wonderful guy. <laughs> I, I just think it's I mean, the other day I was thinking about Philemon that Paul probably wrote that letter in like thirty minutes. And this guy's probably spent years studying the damn thing and analyzing the shit out of it, you know? And I think Paul's up in heaven just kind of just nudging Jesus going, what well, What the hell is that N.T. Wright doing, man? What the hell? I was just a letter to this dude. Like, what the hell? He spent... <laughs> I spent 30 minutes in that thing. This guy's, like, spending years studying the crap out of it. I don't know. I don't know. It's... A different way to look at the scripture. Some would say I'm probably irreverent, but I think I'm just being real, man. Be real, man. Let's be real. Right, Bud. So Bud is uh yeah, his hair's getting longer now. I'll probably have to take him in for a shave in a couple weeks. Maybe wait till after Thanksgiving so the grandson is doing well jackson j-a-x-o-n it's one of those hip names jackson Jax. <laughs> that's what they call Jax, j-a-x and uh so it's nice to be named after an airport i won't tell them that but j-a-x is jacksonville international airport Jax. but we live pretty far away from Jacksonville, Florida. So <clears throat> they probably won't discover that for quite a while. Which that just sparked an idea. It's like a lot of like knowledge, information, stuff we learn. I have the failure mode of thinking everybody knows everything already. Like if I, I, I had, it's kind, of, it's kind of a weird humility thing that that I have is like, well, if I know this, then everybody else must know it, you know. And I guess maybe it's old age, older age, I'm getting to the point of like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, if you know something, it doesn't make any sense that everybody else should know it, right? But that's just a quirky thing about me. And it's probably been there the whole time. I just didn't recognize it. It's been there the whole time so yeah it's a bit chilly out here walking bud cloudy skies it's going to rain this afternoon and it's going to drop the temperature into the 60s oh my 60s what are we going to do I don't even know if I'm going to be able to walk bud tonight if it's raining it depends on what kind of rain we get and then with uh, rain forecasts are interesting because you no, know, I'll say 30% chance of rain, 60% chance of rain. Let's say there's 100 square miles. There's more than 100. It's probably like 400 square miles around Phoenix. That's 20 miles by 20, right? For you math challenge people out there, 20 by 20, 20. So think 20 miles by 20. That's a pretty good stamp out of the Phoenix area. It's probably even bigger than that. It might be 900 square miles, 30 by 30. And uh, so, when we say 30% rain, that let's say it's let's let's go with the fun one. Let's go with 30 by 30. So, in a 30 by 30 area, that means like 300 square miles is getting rain, and the other 600 or just could be sunny, dry. That's a, kind of the quirky thing about Arizona. And uh, we love the radar maps because, you know, you can look on a radar map and it's like, well, it's raining over there, but we're fine over here. And it's just kind of a weird climate that way. That uh, 30% rain, you know, is it a time-based thing or an area-based thing, right? So during that hour, is it going to be 20 minutes of rain or is it going to rain... 100% 100% of the time in that 30% of the area. Man, I bet you're loving this analysis, right? <laughs> but it doesn't matter to analyze it, right? You just kind of deal with it as it comes. Deal with your with what happens. So Bud, do you want to go across the street, Bud? What do you want to do? I can't tell. There's cars out here. They're pulling on me. Why are you pulling on me, Bud? What is it? It seems to be excited about something, I don't know why. What are you excited about, this bush? You couldn't wait to get to this bush, is that the thing? So N.T. Wright, he has uh, his theories and things, and and you probably have to read like 500 pages to really understand it. But I'm trying to look for some quick information. It's not that easy. Well, I'll work through it. And it has to do with Paul and his journeys and chronological orders of things. So I may switch. I have my order of like one thing says 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, and then Galatians. But I actually may go with the NT right way and switch Galatians in front, which doesn't make a huge difference. But emotionally for me, I kind of resonate with Galatians more. So I kind of like the idea... Of uh, Galatians being the first letter that he wrote. So I, I can go with that. And I don't, I don't know if there's that much significance with it. But I had a really nice conversation with a 70-year-old guy, so old, man, in my neighborhood. Who's uh, attended some of the same churches I have. And has a different Perspective. We pretty much, we agree, but he just goes about things differently, which is fine. Neither one of us is uncomfortable with people doing different things. You know, there's not, It's not one way to do things, right? And that's part of our hero journey. We all are heroes. We all have our, whoa, bud, I got to bend down here, bud. Hold on. Uh, we all have our situations so we had a nice conversation and uh i was sharing with them my view of coaching versus teaching and that the church could use more coaches and not not to be just like a hip like there's so many life coaches out there Which kind of sounds kind of generic and less specific. Morning. Spiritual coach, maybe. But that sounds a little, for Christian communities, that they get a hard time with the word spiritual for some reason. Well, not for some reason. It's just, it's that us and them thing. It's like if you say spiritual or something, they think you're charismatic. Part of the charismatic Pentecostal. The Pentecostals, man. And I'm going to go into my southern voice if I get too carried away here. And uh, what else? So, we yeah, we chatted about that. Coaching. He kind of pointed out that some of the other churches in the area he's gone to do a little more of that coaching. He, they don't use the term coaching, but the essential effects are is... The Sunday morning message is more about application. What? How does this impact your life? Which is a healthy thing. As opposed to simply saying, here's what the Bible says. And I've decided, because I used the word complaining, that we're going to talk for 10 minutes on complaining. Because I want to control you and make sure you don't complain about what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, I did that one already. Talked about that already. I think we all need. It's a. It's also a respect thing too. Like, do I respect you, the listener? How can I? How can I most respect you? What can I? Can I bring you my best stuff? And can I encourage you somehow in your? your own walk that you're walking is your battles. You pause your day. You did, you're either doing the laundry and you thought, hey, what does this crazy guy walking his dog have to say, right? What is this guy being a bit transparent about his life and uh, talking about this crazy concept of walking in the spirit, Which? Why is it crazy, how Paul? Right? You know, about the morning. Love. Hey, hey, come on, bud. Love, joy, peace, and patience, and gentleness, and kindness, and goodness, and faithfulness, and self-control. Those are all great things. That we can all aspire to every moment, every every moment. So, yeah, micro aggression. No, we don't want microaggressions. What do we want? We want micro generosity. I'm, I'm starting to like that term. And I don't know if I mentioned the podcast, but I'm also considering kind of like being John the Baptist for the Holy Spirit. How's that? That's kind of crazy, huh? <laughs> I'm the I'm the John the Baptist for the Holy Spirit, which is uh, wake up, folks. The Holy Spirit is there. Get involved. Walk, do your thing, do your test. Are you doing laundry right now? You doing? you driving your car, picking up your kids, going to the doctor? What are you doing right now? Yeah, whatever you, the listener, are doing right now, God of the universe is there with you. It's magic. It's, it's not really magic. It's just mystery, right? Mystery. We just don't get it and what other complex thoughts have I had along those lines it's women women and childbearing yeah I was thinking about that the other night or maybe it was just last night just kind of women have a unique experience the nine month what do they call that the gestation period so women carrying having a baby. It's it's like that's amazing. And I'm a guy, but I guess I would say I just don't relate to that. I'm very guy like. That's just like, All right, all right, we're having a baby, great, that's cool. <laughs> oh, magic, the baby kicked, you know, like after a few months. And so the women get the experience of carrying life in their bellies. And they don't get a choice of where in their belly they get to carry it, it's just there. And this life is forming for months. And that's life. And every human that we walk across was once in the womb of a woman. It's just, that's life. It's kind of, we just don't think about it, do we? So women out there, if you've had the joy of giving birth, what an amazing experience. And from a guy, I just can't relate to it. I mean, it's a nine-month constant thing. You know, and there's all kinds of impacts physically on you. And then us guys are like, yeah, well Oh, your back hurts oh, i'm sorry can't you get over it how i put some ice on it? it depends on how compassionate your husband is you know if you can't tell i probably wasn't one of the most compassionate. <laughs> I, I wasn't one of the most compassionate guys so on the distribution curve of compassionate husbands and understanding it's probably below average right down the curve on that side so and all everybody survived, for the most part, I think. My lack of compassion, but and, and I bet you see this is the thing though is every woman that's gone through the child birthing thing. I I mean I you look at your husbands or the, you know guys, who were who were had a had a brief uh, involvement in the, in the in the experience and. And they're like, w- you don't, you're not, you don't really care about what's going on, do you? You know, like, no, I'm too busy. I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta pay the bill for the uh, car insurance, or you know, oh our uh, cable bills due, and oh the water bill, and oh did you know that the pipe's leaking out there? And oh we gotta cut the grass, and oh it's winter now, you gotta shovel snow. Meanwhile, the women have this constant, twenty four seven biological experiment going on that's a poor word the experiment but it's a it's this growth this life happening and then the life separates from the woman at birth and then you got a new human life out there independent walking their dog eventually 50 years later walking their dog Maybe that is self-awareness. Is this part of, like, amazing self-awareness on my part? But it's not about me anyways. It's about you, right? So it's a balance. Go back and forth between about me, about you, about me, about you, about me, about you. So, yeah, this stuff happens. And, guys, we don't get it. And that's okay that we don't. It's just we suck at it. But you know what? A lot of things in life kind of aren't fair, right? So yeah, I was thinking about these little humanoids kicking around because one of my daughter-in-law's best friends is having twins now. So she's got two human lives kicking around in there. And so, so it, it's funny for us. Like I can, I, you know, I don't have to live with it every day. I'm not doing it. I'm not carrying the baby, babies, right? She, right now, at this moment, while I'm freaking walking my dog, she's probably suffering in some way because she's got twins in there kicking around. And I may see him on a weekend for like an hour and we'll all be smiling and, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? You know, oh, that's cute. Oh, you got twins. That's great. And the fun time is over with and she still has to go back home and 24 seven live with these creatures getting bigger and bigger in her belly, knowing that there is a day coming when they will leave the body. <laughs> so, and, and what's the philosophical spiritual part of this? I'm like death, right? So we all are afraid of death. It's I, And I, I have this theory or thought that babies in the womb, right? They're, they're, they haven't breathed anything. They haven't had a single breath of air. And they will burst out on the scene uh, and have to take that first breath. <sighs> and their lungs fill up for the first time with air. And all this magic starts happening as they start to live independently outside the womb. And I think in some ways, shall we think of death in a similar way? And since there's 7 billion other people on the planet, there's probably been a billion people before us. And that's also an interesting math question. There's probably more people living right now at this moment than have ever lived before. So get your head around that one, right? I mean, we think of time and history, things that go back 3,000 years, 4,000 years. And I think I just stumbled on something here. There's probably actually more people alive right now than have ever lived before. I mean, I have to look at the math, but I'm pretty sure that's probably a true statement. And this goes into the mystery of God equation thing, right? It's like, why is that? Why, what? Why is all this existence, right? So we know that we all die and there's we kind of think we can outlive death somehow or whatever that means and little jackson who just had his heart surgery last week yeah he might live to 120 i don't know medical stuff's getting good and uh, so that might be the case and bud did a short walk today i'm not sure why but we're back already And back to you, you know, to you, the listener, especially if you're a woman and you've had children, you could pretty much talk to other women about it, but talking to a guy about it is pretty, like, a waste of time. (laughs) But I do think about that um, nine months, 24-7 experience that the women have, and I could philosophize more about my personal observations about women stuff. And I and I do feel like if I sit back and take a snapshot, I feel like I must have I must be able to relate to women better than men, because I guess men probably just like, dude, this is so stupid what we're talking about. And to a lot of people it probably is and maybe to you as well, but hey, you chose to listen to this podcast, and I do wish you the best, and uh, thank you women for doing what you were made to do in a lot of cases, you know, it's not the only thing, you know, I mean, I, I do respect, you know, there's this whole teaching in the church crap stuff about women and stuff, and. Yeah, I don't know. I just read that in First Timothy 2. And I noticed that Paul said that I don't allow a woman to teach. So it's kind of interesting. I have to look at it a little more closely. Because he doesn't really say, hey, Timothy, you know, this letter's to you, and um, you should not have a woman to teach. So has anyone, I don't know if anyone's ever commented about, well, that was just, you know, that's what Paul practiced. And in actuality i mean if paul's there and he's available to teach wouldn't we want paul to teach anyway so maybe it's not that big a deal like paul's not going like well i'm not going to listen to a woman teach me something you know i I don't know what you know so it's not and, and the tendency is to like take these pluck these verses out and and say oh that means something for 2019. this is what it means for 2019. And I think more flexibility is better. So with that, I still don't have a job. I'm living, the joke is I'm living no paycheck to no paycheck. And that joke came out from talking to one of the Polish women last week. as she's in real estate and she's a real estate investor and things like that. So good for her. So, yeah, there's something about me and women, I think. I don't know what it is. I just connect. I feel like I connect with women, in a spiritual or emotional or something sense. I don't know what it is. I can't describe it. I can't. It's not planned. It's not planned this way. It's just who I am. I don't know what it is, but that's, I'm just going with it. Um, And I guess maybe men don't want to think too much. I don't know. There's a few, I have a few guy friends that are willing to philosophize along with me, but uh, that's okay. You know, that's okay. We're unique, do what we're here to do. Uh, I got a mastermind call in about, I guess, three hours from now. Three hours. I want to go to the gym first. And I, I really don't understand the concept deeply. There's, I mean, there's, it's a term, mastermind, it's thrown around. I probably should Google it and find out what the proper etiquette is for things and how they operate. I'll probably will before the three minutes before the thing starts. I'll probably Google it up three minutes before and kind of get my mind oriented. But it's about, I, I think it's brainstorming, giving to others and learning from each other, which is all good and I appreciate the opportunity as an old guy. Yeah, yeah, old guy that lives forever, right? Oh bud, yeah. Okay, well, we need some grace, we need some peace, we need some mercy in our lives and whatever you're gonna do next, go with the presence of God, knowing that he's, as John Orberg says, great book, God is closer than you think. So there you go. Have a great day.